Season greetings! Welcome to this super festive, merry, fun, Christmas time bonus episode of Home Age Conversations, a podcast about the residents. My name is Kat, and today I am joined by... Mole. And I wonder if they have Christmas on the other side. And I'm Bew. And it's Christmas, but there ain't nobody raising much of a fuss. Nobody but me. I'm Rabbit. So today we are covering Santa Dog, uh, which was released in 1972. It was a little little EP kind of thing with like four sides. It, it was it was an EP that uh, kind of morphed into a single after a certain point because everyone started focusing on fire rather than the rest of the songs. I think mm-hmm. it's one of the few examples in like residence canon of uh, when people looked at a fuller body of work and picked out that one track and so this was the first ralph records release which for the uninformed the ralph records label um was made kind of as a personal label for the residents because they couldn't get signed to warner brothers so they decided to just kind of handle that on their own they did so wonderfully i'd say so too and the name comes from uh as i've heard the phrase calling Ralph on the porcelain telephone, which I think mm-hmm. is just delightful and classy. That for, mm-hmm. for those who aren't uh, as aware as many other people are, it, that's a slang term for vomiting. For barfing. For upchucking. Maybe even puking. Throwing up, as, as many people call it. So, I personally was wondering before this episode why this was treated as their first major release because obviously they had to have some kind of recordings to like present to warner brothers to be rejected and it would just so happen that it's considered the the resident's first release because the group of people that would later come to be known as the residents had been doing all sorts of recordings and this was a culmination of what they'd done up until that point. So they had refined and had a firmer grasp on their recording and editing techniques. Yeah, because before that, you know, we have all the all but lovely Warner Brothers album, a certain album I can't name. Even had like the really old stuff like, you know, Rusty Coat Hangers and uh, Bellata Stuff Trigger, that, that, that kind of stuff. It was all messy. Yeah, and those weren't even under the residence name either. Yeah, they they were... Were they under any specific name, or did they just... I don't think, if I recall correctly, any names had stuck at that point. I think... I, I think Delta Nudes was a potential one that they had, but I, I that's I just go off of the, um, the you know, release where they, like, have all the stuff from the Warner Brothers album and another album I can't name and stuff like that. Yeah, so there were a lot of, a lot of names, but it's their first major release, it doesn't say the residence, so who does it say is on there? 
whole bunch, whole bunch, different folks. Yeah, like, like you have uh, Ivory and the Brain Eaters, the College Walkers, Delta Nudes, Arf and Omega, featuring the Singing Lawn Chairs. And that's it. Those are the four um, groups that are listed on there. This is supposedly a a little sampler for all the artists on Ralph Records. Ah. Who, who mm-hmm. all faded from existence after their first EP. It's kind of like, you know, Chrome getting signed to Ralph Records. You know, they made that one thing for uh, Subterranean Modern, and then they were never seen again. <laughs> Is that how that story goes? So, there's, you know, all that little stuff about who's on there and the history behind Ralph Records, but we know what we're all really here for. What everybody is always here for, even outside of the residence. And it's the fact that the cover has a picture of a little doggy on it. Mm-hmm. That little pup that would come to be known as Santa Dog. That little Jesus fetus. The little, little, little pupper. Mew, do you want to tell us about the history of the image of this Jesus fetus? So, the, the picture originated from the uh, original studio warehouse that they uh, started, they set up in, which belonged to uh, Western Kennel World, which was a dog magazine, and they just left behind all their equipment and a bunch of pictures, and uh, the residents found a picture of a little dog in a Santa Claus costume yeah, there was a little Santa dog picture, and then also they used some of the other leftover materials from uh, Western Kennel World, uh, some of the stuff they had left behind in the studio to make all the other parts of it, so like the frame surrounding the Santa dog and all the imagery on the inside, um, those were all from a book full of like generic insurance company brochure art. And I guess there was some section for holiday cards. This was, they were basically looking at clip art. Um, had it been the modern day, they would have just Googled holiday card picture and hit enter and just like right clicked on the first thing that they found. But yeah, that's where the, the title of the album comes from Santa Dog. But the residents are cheeky. If you rearrange the letters of, of Santa Dog. <laughs> you get wait drum roll no you'll summon him satan god <laughs> Come scared it's my favorite piece of trivia from every single resident's comment section on youtube <laughs> <laughs> i've seen it five times did you know that um if you rearrange the letters in santa dog it spells satan god it's funny because it's like you know get it different satan. words I don't get it. And the titles on the like for the actual tracks seem completely irrelevant to the Santa Dog picture, and that's because they have more to do with the insurance art um, than they do with the cover. Because on the inside of the little gatefold, there's these pictures of all sorts of accidents that correlate with the titles of the tracks. So you get fire, fire explosion, explosion etc. Lightning, aircraft, aircraft damage. damage. So that's what that's about. The songs don't relate to the titles. The titles barely relate to anything except for the stuff on the inside of the gatefold. Yeah, it just seems like they slapped a uh, slapped a title on all of them and said, this is good to go. And you know what? I agree. 
So earlier we mentioned the Delta Nudes. So I think those are probably uh, worth getting into along with all the other strangely uh, one-hit wonder artists on the Ralph label on this release. Except for Delta Nudes. Delta Nudes did come back uh, a little over 40 years later, but they came back. I don't know if you can really call a re-release a comeback, but... Well, technically... (laughs) Delta Nudes, the name of that was a reference to the uh, little fetal residence uh, anti-fraternity in college, Delta Nu, which, incidentally, is also the name of the sorority in Legally Blonde, which I find entertaining. Hmm, a connection there? I think so. Elle Woods is a resident? That is what happened to Vileness Fats. They turned it into Legally Blonde. Man, I didn't know- I mean, I always knew the residents were, like, geniuses, but I didn't know they were, like- legally blonde level geniuses you know what i mean oh yeah and you know <laughs> what was the number one movie on the day i was born legally blonde coincidence i think not i don't think so i think it was that's almost a prophetic if you will but um so the packaging for santa dog contained an advertisement for uh vileness fat arf and omega who are also recording artists on uh, santa dog are characters in Vileness Fats. And so it kind of is like a emblematic of how the, the residents have been like a multimedia collective is how it's best described rather than a band from from the beginning, really. Yeah, and the way they they've been able to blend their fictional worlds, well debatably fictional worlds, uh with the real, because Arf and Omega, if you haven't seen Vileness Fats, are a pair of conjoined twin wrestlers. Yeah, and they, um, spoiler alert, even though the movie's like 46 years old at this point, uh, they stab each other. It still doesn't come out. Off them they stab each other. Yeah, so there's a lot of tracks. A whopping four tracks mm-hmm. on Santa Dog. But their hit off of it, just as they have a hit t-shirt, I'd say next to um, some other songs, <clears throat> Fire off of Santa Dog is kind of like a big deal. A little bit. What And I like that it it sort of represents evolution and celebration for the residents. Which is almost ironic, and I don't know if this is... I, it's one of those things where you're not sure if it was purposeful. Because fire often symbolizes rebirth and renewal, destruction of the old, and such phoenix. Innocence and rebirth. <laughs> there you have it. There you go. Yeah, they're cleansing the world with fire, man. Mm-hmm. Burn, baby, burn. But they made a new Santa dog every time they felt that their style had changed enough 
to make like the other the previous Santa dog not representative of their style. Mm. Their noise, their sound. Yeah. Yeah, their their organization of beeps and bloops and maybe ahs and oohs. And maybe a little bit of screaming in every now and then. Every now and then. A healthy amount of screaming. Yeah. It depends on if we're talking live or in the studio. And I think they like the sheer quantity of Santa dogs really speaks to how much their sound evolves. Because mm-hmm. the first one was in 1972, followed by Santa Dog 78, Santa Dog 84, which eh, didn't really come out as its own release. It was unfinished. But then on Santa Dog 88, it was added as an a- extra track along with the regular old new Santa Dog. They almost finished it once. They tried. Uh, yeah, on Refuse, they uh, added some vocals to it but that was about all they did it was a work in progress and it's nothing now yeah um there was santa dog 92 and then there was santa dog 99 i love santa dog 99 oh it's so good that one in particular is incredible just because like the blend of sounds and styles in it yeah it, it has like that like slower kind of like, more acoustic bits, you know, less electronic, at least. Randomly, it'll turn into some really rapid electronic beat, then it'll just go back into that quiet. Santa Dog 99 is one of my favorites. It's one of mine, too. Santa Dog 2006, which... Nobody talks about that one. Nobody talks about it, because it was released as a download for uh, what I assume had to be a very short period of time. I think we all just sort of blinked and forgot about it. Yeah, I suppose because you had, like, Animal Lover and Tweedles to keep you up- occupied. Yeah, so yeah, thinking, like, do I better things to pay attention to. It's like, I just got a whole album out about animals and dogs. I don't need Santa Dog. We definitely still needed Santa Dog. We absolutely um, did. But then we'd have to wait another six years for a new one because Santa Dog 2012 uh, was going to come out. And it did. It um, did. Only on a CD. Only on a limited CD. Called Ten Two Times, which uh, hurts my brain because there's math implied, and that's that's just cruel. I can't count. On the bright side, at least they played it live a couple years later. Honestly, I don't even know if it was like a couple. It was like one. So for their 40th anniversary tour. Wonder if weird. Oh, yeah. I'm d- I was thinking when they released the CDs of Wonder Weird, yeah. So it was a year later. You're like a loser and you weren't at the shows, yeah. Maybe you should- Okay, I was only 10. Well, that sounds like a you problem. You should have planned better. <laughs> I should have I should have uh, gotten my priorities straight by then. Yeah, be born earlier, see more resident shows. How is this even a question? And Believe then- me, I wish I could have seen a lot. And then we got our most recent Santa Dog in 2017. Love 2017! 2017 is special. I'm excited to see what this Santa Dog's, this recent Santa Dog's sound, how it's implemented into their new albums. Like, like what Santa Dog 17 represents, like three years from now. Hmm. It's quite like, like 17. It's really like kind of like that blend of like really dark and kind of you know atmospheric stuff and then suddenly here comes the rock music it's like that that's 
sort of the thing they're going with now. Kind of, it kind of, it lightly comes in intruders, but that's a residents are eating punk rock pizza rolls, and even when there's an absence of like a solid, like explicit Santa dog release, if you listen to really any major non-themed releases, I don't know really how else to put that. Um, but you, you hear the tune integrated into a lot of, uh, residence tracks. So like for QBE, um, the track called Ober, which was a transition between, uh, two sections, I love um, it. goes through all sorts of iconic residence tunes, um, and blends them all together. And Santa dog is in there and you know, when you're hearing it, it yeah, it's joined by a double shot at one point too. Yeah. I, th- I feel like, um, Actually, Specifically, the one that they made for the intro to God in Three Persons, because yes. there kind of, yeah, there is kind of like a tone difference. And then I, I, I get the sense, I don't know if this is true or not, but there was some QB show where it was on New Year's, maybe it wasn't QB, but it was some show where it was New Year's, and... It, it, it was QB, it was actually... They called it Cube NYE, I think. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, you get the impression that for the residents, this is kind of a song of celebration. It really sounds like their their birthday song, almost. It is their birthday song. It ha- yeah, it actually is. Aww. I mean, yeah, it literally is. Like, that was when the concept of, of Ralph Records was born. And to an extent, the residents. Yeah. Um, so most of the time, aside from being just a birthday song, those releases correlate with the new technologies and sounds, turning points in their career. So if you want to figure out what they were sounding like at one point in time, well, you just pick up the Santa Doug that's the closest to the year that you're interested in, and you can kind of get an idea of what to expect. Get a flavor. Actually, to add, with... 92 technically be an exception because like that was brutally like in sound dark while like the rest of the stuff is more conceptually I think dark. it fits in because I think it's it's painting Santa Dog in this very kind of demented character portrait um, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the early 90s for the residents yeah I agree with that instead of making it like oh it's this all peppy uh, it's it is freaky. It is like this. It's supposed to be. I can't like from what I understand of the story, some sort of like experiment gone wrong, and it freaks me out. Well, I think that's pretty accurate as to what they were doing in the '90s. So there's a lot of Santa dogs and a lot of flavors. Lastly, to add on, I find it appropriate that one of the darkest sounding Resident songs came out right when U Web was about to collapse. How do we feel? about fire. I love it. It's fire.
meeting scene of Liver vs. Ease. There's a little section in there where it sounds like a series of car crashes as people try to avoid hitting a dog while running through traffic. Sounds like hell. Yeah, but then it resolves. Um, back into this catchy little tune. It's almost mainstream. Like, it's so close. I, I like to think of it as kind of like a musical jump scare, too, because it's like you think you're sitting there and you're like, all right, I got this down. And then suddenly it sounds like you're, the thing is like warped to all hell. and then Suddenly it, your ears go to hell. I like it. Oh, no, I love it. Don't 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 get me wrong. I love it. It, it's, it sounds very controlled, even though it is like oh, chaotic. Oh, yeah. There's there's a c- control to it that's that's even different from like third Reich and roll even how that's just an assault on your ears. Yeah, yeah. What I think is actually interesting, I, this is a conclusion I just tied up in my brain right now, is that sense of controlled chaos. Like, even though Santa Dog doesn't sound like a like most of the most or any of the work that came after it, that sense of like teetering on the edge of absolute and total chaos and you know uncontrolled noise they they sit on that edge a lot throughout um all like any of the releases that come after these early years yeah yeah especially in like you know like previously mentioned third wreck and roll it's it's chaotic but you know they could actually take that a lot worse if they had wanted to yeah it, it keeps it from turning into straight up noise also santa dog uh they use that uh, theory of phonetic organization here, or so it seems, because they are making up words. Oh, absolutely. Snowness? Snowness is not a word. The whole entire term that's from is it doesn't really make sense, does it? Well, I mean, okay, bing, 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 bong, bong, bong. We, we know what that means. It's, um... Automatopoeia. Yeah. I, I'm talking about, you know, the whole snowness severed sleeves thing. Yeah, I don't know what an effervescent eve is. Um, it's a little, a little bit of a word salad. Just like how the cover is kind of a collage of you know like insurance company cards, the lyrics are just kind of collages of words. Yeah, it's like these are generic words that can be related to winter, you know, frosty, eaves, uh, s- snow, 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 but not ness. And then there's this fun little bit of wordplay where Santa Dog has no presence and has no presence in the future. It actually has plenty, too. Minus the noisy bits, like, you could play this in the background, um, I'd say around 3 p.m. at a Christmas party, and everybody would probably be fine with it. They probably could, actually. I wouldn't risk it, but... I mean, they might be questioning why someone's chanting to kick a cat, but, you know, other than that. I mean, just fire. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fire on its own seems like it's catchy enough to kind of fly underneath the radar. It is just like surf music almost. Any other thoughts on Santa Dog, fire? I want them to play Santa Dog 17 live. They're not going to do that. I know. Like, live versions of Santa Dog are always their own kind of things. 
So yeah, but, 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 well, if, if mean, they perform Santa Dog in their next tour, it would just be Santa Dog 19, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know that, but what I mean is, like, because like, what they did for uh, the NYE one was it was loosely based on 88. So that's what I mean, kind of. Oh, yeah. I guess it would depend on whether or not it's a special occasion, but here is something to consider. You know, the residents are increasingly moving back into, like, video formats um, mm. like with the release of Double Trouble, and they're, like, also going really heavy on the live stuff. And so it leads me to wonder if in the future Santa Dog could end up being released as, like, I don't know, a music video or, or a movie or even a book. Um, if it has a dog in a Santa Claus outfit, then uh, count me in for that. They uh, just put a little dosh in a little package, send each and every good residence fan a dog. That just about wraps up our thoughts on fire. Wraps it up a little bit like, like a, like a present. Or or all of the, uh, you know, very very severely mispressed uh, shrink wrap on some of the Santa dog copies. Yeah, man, Richard Nixon didn't appreciate what he got in the mail. He just sent it back and refused it. Nonsense. So. There's been, I think, some developments uh, in terms of our availability for listening. There has been. Tell us what they are. We're on iTunes and Google Play Music now. I don't know if anyone uses that second one, but we're on both now. I feel like people on Android use it, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't use it. <laughs> I don't use but, it. But um, if you are listening to us on SoundCloud, but you would prefer to listen to us on iTunes or the other one, um, you can do that, and you can subscribe. Earlier we mentioned how um, every YouTube video of Santa Dog has about 50 smart little folks in there talking about how it spells Satan God. Well, I would like to um, offer up a segment. Yes. Called Comments on Residence Videos. Comments on Residence Videos? Now, what 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 would be this this what what is in this segment? It's a comment from a residence video. Holy crap! I'm into it. I think this could work. Your Christmas present comment is from Jid Wobble Hossafat. Ten months ago, he says. <laughs> Wait, Jid Wobble says. The residence made me bald. <laughs> <laughs> me too. It made my hair longer. What is this? Only half my head has hair on it. Hmm. I lost an eyebrow. Happy holiday wishes, folks. Lose hair or gain some. Happy Romelia! Happy Romelia. Happy holidays. Unless you're offended by that, then I'll just say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa.